Sapphic Survival Guide, where we're queer <laughs> to answer your questions. My name is Cheyenne. I'm Gina. And I'm Sev. Class is now in session. Today we're going to be talking about staying friends with your ex after the breakup or becoming friends with the ex again, like after some time has passed, just basically in general, being friends with your ex. Have either of you done this? Let's talk yes, about Yes, it's a very sapphic thing to do. It is. I super gay. never have. I yeah, because you've only been, been with men, with and I feel like That's, a lot yeah. of like I feel like a lot of hetero couples, even though you're not straight, you were in a relationship with a cis straight man. Like it's just like not as common it's that not they what stay they friends. Do. It's like no. yeah, you're like nope, we're done, cut off, moving on. Mm -hmm. I did stay friends with my ex boyfriend for a while after we broke up, but then he started dating someone, and she made him block me on everything after like we were broken up for like over a year at that point and she made him block me and I'm like yeah. I'm a lesbian like I'm not a threat to you but like it's just like what <laughs> straight people do like they just are like no don't talk to I'm, your ex ever I'm friends with all of my exes except all for the mistake okay. all of them okay except for the mistake she, Cheyenne was That's ready wild. to call you out I was like all of them <laughs> she said all of I them I do not ever <laughs> want to talk to the mistake again the rest of I'm my playing. exes typically like we say happy birthday to each other or like my one ex from college I saw he got this job that he like totally wanted when we were mm -hmm. in college and so I messaged him and I was like oh my god man this is so exciting like so happy this worked out for you and he said something super sweet like oh coming from you like I really appreciate it because like we you know we were in college together so mm -hmm. he's like got the job now so we're we're chill I, I don't like talk to most of my exes regularly but I want right. the best mm -hmm. for them they're you know they're cool people yeah. that's why I dated them I want yeah. the best for them but they could still choke like yeah. it's really weird um, I'm like choke on the best food that you could possibly eat. <laughs> yeah like I want you to, I want you lobster. to do a lot better and I want you to like improve in this grow. lifetime but not too much yeah mm. yeah um wait like, what is that uh fucking olivia rodrigo lyric be happy but i hope you're happy but don't be happier yeah yeah i felt that i felt that deep in my I, core i know you did i am only like kind of friends with like someone <laughs> i never really dated other than that i am not friends with any of my exes it's their fault not mine but well, <laughs> continue <laughs> all right why are lesbians slash queer people queer women always friends with their exes that's one of the questions we got do we have an answer for that one that's a good damn question because I honestly as someone who uh we'll, we'll go back to the word Gina hates little baby bye like I <laughs> <It's okay. laughs> Wait a as as someone who is sapphic but has never been in like a relationship like that i don't know because i never had that experience but i i would love to know because it I is something that intrigues me i have a What's theory that theory? i want to yeah so my theory about why queer women queer people always say friends with their exes is that we value them as people and not just like oh you're my partner like you're who I do x y and z with and it's like no I still like you even beyond the constraints of that relationship and what you can do for me like I still value your presence in my life mm -hmm. and want to be a presence in your life whereas I feel like a lot of hetero couples like once that's severed like it's like we don't need each other in our lives yeah. anymore and I do think it's healthy to have we're going to talk about this a little bit more too but I do think it's healthy to have some time apart some distance let the feelings fade a little bit like don't what is it like stab the wound isn't it assault the wound or whatever wound. Yeah. um yeah. but yeah like I think it's more of like appreciating them for who they are 
versus what they can be to you. It's like wanting them in your life no matter what, no matter the circumstance, I guess. But obviously, funny you say that you are created equal. Yeah. I I have a different theory. Feel that. Well, I get it a little bit because like I remember when my ex and I were breaking up and I was like, I feel like I'm losing like a best friend, you know? Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And then the further apart we got from each other, the more I was like, this person loved me, but I don't think they liked me. Yeah. (laughs) And so that theory kind of followed like coincides with what you're saying. Yeah. Gina, I want to know. Gina, I want to, I want to hear your theory now. Yeah. I'm curious. So I think in like the, I think in the queer community, sometimes we don't get to have the same kind of support from our families as other people. I'm not saying that this is why I'm friends with my exes or anything, but I think a lot of times those connections are super important and we place a lot of weight on them because queer people do lack sometimes that familial support. There's a lot of emphasis Mm -hmm. on chosen family. And so even though you had a romantic connection, a lot of times there is a really deep friendship there. So mm-hmm. I think that's why sometimes it's harder to let that connection go. And if you can make the transition, because it is one to go from exes to friends, it can be really worth it. Like mm-hmm. I, I definitely think that there's value in these connections that we're having. You don't date people for no reason. So right. there's there's stipulations and you know reasons to not stay yeah. friends and stuff. But that's my theory is like the queer community, we just like we lean on each other. I did not think you were going to go on that route when you started that way. I do agree with that. But I thought you were going to say because, like, especially if that person was local, the queer community is so small, you kind of have to get along because there are, like, only certain spaces that you can go into and and you kind of have to either, like, yeah, okay, this is mine, this is yours, or you just have to go coexist peacefully. And it's easier to, like, transition into a friendship than just, like, have animosity anywhere you want to hang out with your friends or your partner. In Gina's point, a lot of queer relationships that I see it's like they were friends before they can be friends after because again Mm -hmm. that community thing so the uh next question we got was how is it possible can it ever work out why not just let them go why would you do that to yourself why do people do it we got a bunch of questions like that so well um, I'm gonna pass this one over to you guys because I don't know I'm curious I definitely think it can work out but I think there's there's a lot of stipulations and intent is I think the main thing is like why are you staying friends? You know, if you're staying friends mm-hmm. because you, there's still feelings there or whatever, no, it's not going to work out. It, don't do that to yourself. But like, yeah. if the friendship is more important to you than anything else and your intent is to have a solid friendship because you really just care about each other at the end of the day, yeah, it works out. But it takes a lot of self-awareness and maturity for sure. I agree. It can work out, but you do have to like not have feelings for them anymore. And, you know, a significant amount of time has passed for you to both kind of move on. I'm like a big proponent. Um, One of my last long-term relationships, I was like, we can't be friends for at least six months. And then some shit ended Mm -hmm. up going down where I kind of had to let them back in my life sooner than that. I mean, I didn't have to, but I have poor boundaries. Yeah, there was... Um, a lot of shit yeah so there was some shit going down that I like had to let that up but I was like we're not going to talk for at least six months and then we can try to be friends again but I don't think it's appropriate to go straight into being friends 
from a relationship just because that's how the lines it get blurred all that and in, then it yeah. is more painful yeah well I feel like you hit on a little bit of the next question why do so many people see it as something you shouldn't do or something bad and that's because intent like I said is really important and how you were saying you needed some boundaries you needed to like mm -hmm. separate so you can become you know just friends again and everything mm -hmm. I feel like if your intent isn't good then it's not going to work out or if there right, was yeah. too much drama like people see it as something bad because they think people are holding on to things and I think yeah. it's it can be seen as messy depending on how things ended so I think it gets mm -hmm. pretty nuanced for yeah. how you go about and I think it going into that whole intent thing like so like in the case of one of Cheyenne's exes this person when Joey came into your life was just like I'm not going to be your friend. So what was their intent with right, being your right. friend then? If it was, if it wasn't, I still want to date you because obviously once you had a partner, they were over it, or I still want to use you for emotional baggage because again, yeah. once you had a partner, they were kind of like, right. and I also think that very rarely people actually have like an amicable breakup where they're both like, we need to break mm -hmm. up. I think it's usually more one person than the other or like all mm -hmm. one person than the other and the other person's like left pining. So obviously you can't be friends when someone's still, and like, obviously there's gonna be residual feelings. There's gonna be weird, like, can I do this? Should I do this? But like, if one person still has feelings because the other person broke up with them and they try to be friends, it's not gonna work because there's gonna be jealousy. There's gonna be discomfort. It's just not gonna like yeah. be a nice relationship. And I think it's pretty rare that people are just like, yeah, let's go our separate ways and let's be friends and not care. Like it's usually more one-sided, yeah. I think. And that's what causes the drama and why people say you shouldn't do that or why they see it as a negative. Right. And I, so with my most recent ex who I am still friends with, I was definitely the one who cared more during the breakup. Like I was the Ooh. one who wasn't necessarily <laughs> trying to break up. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, is like, it's not like our relationship just switched one day. We hadn't been like, I mean, to be fair, I was a little bit blindsided, but in yeah. retrospect, we hadn't been having sex. We were, our relationship was very friendship based anyway. Mm -hmm. So like we weren't I feel like really that happens a lot sex. in queer we relationships. Like my ex yeah. told me that I felt more like a roommate to her than a partner. And I feel like, right. Yeah. So when we did transition, like from in a relationship to roommates, it was difficult at times. Like there were growing pains, but it wasn't mm -hmm. impossible because at the end of the day, so much of our relationship didn't change because of how friendship based our like relationship was. So mm -hmm. we stayed living together for a while. And another one of our questions is how long does it take to get past the awkward phase of being friends with your ex? Even living together, I would say we were cool. Like everything for real for real was chill after two months yeah and like I said personally I don't think you should try and be friends with an ex for at least six months maybe a year or longer depending on you know the intensity right. of everything and obviously like if it was a traumatic relationship super toxic relationship like probably don't be friends at all but like if it wasn't I feel like you need to give each other space to really move on totally. and like grieve and you know get it out of your system and not just like jump into being friends and that's why there is an awkward phase because people do try to just transition into friendship yeah. and then it's like do I talk about who I'm dating do I talk about this can I talk about that like I don't want them to talk about that but I want to talk about yeah. like it's very complicated and it's different yeah. per relationships like your six-month boundary could be the way to go it depends on like mm -hmm. the person how things ended what your dynamic is 
Are you still living together? Do you need to not see each other for a while? It's going to be different with everybody. I agree. Another question I thought was kind of interesting. Are you staying friends with the ex in hopes of one day reconciling a romantic relationship? Should I call one of my exes and find out? Yes. This is what's so funny is we still have each other on like find my friends. So I can see. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Where does that work right now? That's so funny. I don't know if she's good. So I don't know if she's going to answer. Hey, are you busy for 30 seconds? Uh, No. I have a crazy question for you. Yeah. Are we friends in hopes of one day reconciling a romantic relationship? Um, at least not on my end. I don't know about your end. <laughs> no, not on my end either. I just wanted to confirm. We're doing okay. a podcast about being friends with your ex. Do you have any comments okay. on being friends with me? Uh, no, you're, you're pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> okay, great. Good, good review. Thank you for cool. your contribution. Thank you for calling me. <laughs> have a good night at work. Tell the dogs hi. <laughs> yeah, well, bye. bye. That's so funny. okay, but how juicy She's obviously would have, still in love with me now. Which, how, how juicy would it have been if she was like, I mean, I'm down. There was like, I know there was a zero percent chance of her saying yes. That would have just been thrown us all on our ass. I wish. I wish you would have um, yes. also I would have been like I'm, you're lying. Yeah. Oh my god. So are you and your ex still in the same friend group? Because that's what another question we got was how do I deal with my ex still being in the same friend group as me? So like do you have the same friend? We really only have one mutual friend in common, but my ex mm-hmm. is a little bit more of a homebody. So like mm. I'm around this friend way more than she is. So it's it's not like a, that's not really a, something we deal mm. with. So yeah, I don't know how I would recommend someone to deal with this. I feel like I would just, you know, try not to hang out in the big group, kind of try and hang out like one on one and be like, yeah. I'm not ready to hang out with them yet. Like I'd rather kind of branch out or try and yeah. make new friends even because that's so hard. I don't know how. Fortunately, yeah. My advice is to go rewatch the L word and see how they do it. Yeah. <laughs> messily very messy (laughs) true yeah Uh, my like last relationship and I know we're going on sapphic relationships and this is not sapphic but I was just I just saw someone this queen (laughs) I just saw someone at a flea market this weekend and Cheyenne was with me and I was like I feel like I I lost you in the breakup like and I feel like I lost this whole like chosen oh. family. We had like, we literally called ourselves family and I lost this whole and he group. got custody in your He got custody yeah. in the divorce. That's exactly yeah. what I said to her. I said, I feel like I'd lost you in the divorce. So it's like, Aww. unfortunately in my case, I just had to go out and make new friends. Like, yeah. and sometimes that's just the case that sometimes that's just sometimes like, it's the, the reality of it. Like friends first with that, you know, with those people. Exactly. Right. And it sucks hard. and I still feel about it. And I still talk to them, but it's not like I'm hanging out with them all the time. And sometimes that is the reality mm-hmm. of it. It's just part of it. Yeah. So do yeah. you think that it's possible to be friends with an ex if you were genuinely in love with them? Were, I think, is the operative word here. Yeah. Um, were, maybe. Are. Are. No. Yeah, are. No. no. <laughs> But we're, I don't know, because I've never genuinely been in love until now, like before I like loved people, but I wasn't in love with them. I think you can be in love with someone and then like kind of grow beyond that or like 
move on and like still have those fond feelings and fond memories yeah I think you can be friends with someone even if you were genuinely in love with them but like if you are genuinely in love with them obviously it's gonna be very painful for you and not worth it also this is my first time being in love so as a Libra I've been in love many times and the ex that just I just called I was definitely in love with her obviously Mm -hmm. when we were dating I am not in love with her and I haven't been for a long time long time now Mm-hmm. but that's the thing is that you have to give yourself time to fall out of love. And that's maybe that okay. grace period that you mentioned or whatever you, it has to be a were not an R. Yes. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. So on that topic, I mean, how can people move on while they're still having a friendship? Like, how do you make that transition from, you know, more than friends to friends, like what boundaries are needed? What kind of things are you setting up? And I know Cheyenne earlier, you said stuff about the distance for six months. Mm -hmm. So what else comes with that? Is that all you do? How how do we continue? I think like not being in contact for a period of time, unfollow them, block them, mute them on social media. You don't need to be checking in on what they're doing all the time. Obviously Gina has had a not, I mean, not awful experience living with their ex after breaking up. Um, but like, I would not recommend it, especially if there is still feelings on one side or the other. Right. I think there are a lot of different things you can do and they each come down to you, but I think distance is the most important. What about you? Well, even how you said you might need time where you're not talking, even if you are talking, you might need to limit what you're talking about. Like Mm -hmm. maybe you make a rule like, these are the topics we can talk about and it's this TV show we loved, what you did this week, but it's not what dates you're going on, who you're having sex with, right? Yeah. Like de- too deep or emotional. Yeah. 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 At first I week, that wasn't something that. we talked about at first and eventually it, it made sense, but even the first couple conversations were pretty weird and you have to kind of sit in that comfortability to make that transition. But that's like, I think the question, how do you make the transition? You have to remember the end goal and you have to be honest. If you say like, okay, hearing about this makes me uncomfortable. That doesn't mean you have to change anything. I just can't hear it. That's a boundary for me Mm -hmm. and vice versa. And those things eventually, then you'll start to be like, I know I said before, I didn't want to hear it. I can handle it now. You got to be honest though, about like, even if you're not taking a break, some things might need breaks. You know what I mean? Yeah. My ex and I, when we were friends, we made a point to not talk about anyone we were talking to, hooking up with, anything like that, that those conversations were off limits. It was like strictly like friends, family, what we were doing, but like- Keep it simple. Yeah. 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 Um, another question that we got was thoughts on being an emotional support ex and how do you have a balanced friendship when you were basically their therapist when you were their partner? And I, uh, uh, one of my more relationships, say, uh, we only continued being friends because they were like, I don't have anyone else. They were going through all this shit. They needed me in their life. And, you know, I'm, I'll take care of you until I'm fucking like skinless and boneless crawling on the pavement. But well, yeah, that doesn't like, sound like to... a balanced friendship. No, though. it's not. It's not at all. And I it wasn't. don't think like if you feel like someone's keeping you around because they want to dump their trauma on you every day. I don't think that's someone that you should be friends with because they are just right. using you and it sucks and it's painful for you. It's painful for them. Um, I encourage this person to get therapy constantly and they never did. And I was like, I can't be your therapist. And it got to the point where I had to just like be like, damn, start charging them. Like, oh, sorry. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I should have. I should have. You really uh, should have. I'm, I'm sorry. I should be joking. Right 
I'll, I'll request them on Cash App right now. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, it just like got to the point where it was like, this is all you want to talk to me for. And this isn't fun. This isn't friendship. I don't want to like be in your life to begin with at this point, but like, you're just using me and yeah, fucking sucks. Cut them off is all I can say, because it's probably not going to stop happening. Do you really have to have the balance? Because if you are, if they are leaning on you for everything, then they're still being like dependent, codependent, mm-hmm. even maybe like you, you can be their friend and you can be there for them, but you can't be the only person they have. Like you can't have all of their life on your shoulder or else that's just too much pressure when you're just supposed to be friends. Nobody asks that mm-hmm. of their friends, you know, of yeah. any one friend, I should say. Yeah, I agree. I think we have a lot to dig into when it comes to boundaries because we got a lot of questions around them. Do you want to take a little break before we get into those? Yeah, let's just break. We will. Okay. And we're back with some more questions for you. If you mm-hmm. are a Patreon subscriber, you get to see my dildo on the wall now. It is now part of the <laughs> conversation. If not, you're lost. You better here. fucking subscribe to us on Patreon. Um, but anyways, <laughs> we got a bunch of questions that are all kind of the same thing. So I'm going to read them off. We got, we're quote unquote friends, but they still call me beautiful and talk about our past. Is that crossing the line? Yes. Yeah. Is it okay to fall asleep holding hands with my ex turned friend? No. no. The dildo fell. I'm sorry. Did it just fall? Um, oh my God, that's so fell. funny. <laughs> that was so scary. Okay. And then um, what are some tips for still sleeping with them? I'm assuming sexually when you both love each other, but just can't be together. Don't. <laughs> and another one was, I hope we can stay friends, but she's still in love with me. Am I fooling myself? Only until yes. she's not in love with you. We still have feelings for each other, but she's back with her ex-boyfriend. What do I do? Don't be friends. <sighs> yeah. Move the fuck on. Um, how do you decide within yourself what boundaries to set when you have a strong urge to have loose boundaries? Be honest with yourself and stop all of these. I mean, I think we're getting on the point. Like, who are you kidding with all of these? Literally, who are you kidding? Right. Your intentions are no good. When I read the first one, it kind of like shot me back to last week or the week before when we were like, (laughs) when someone said something and I was like, demon behavior. Like, Like, you know that shit's messy. That's demon behavior you're doing that on purpose and you need yeah. to reevaluate why you're acting like a demon it's yeah no like good. why are like, you these are not healthy them? questions i'm so, i'm not, not trying to offend anybody but like yeah. you're gonna get hurt so the with end, don't be friends with these people. the last yeah. question in the clump that says how do you decide within yourself what boundaries to set when you have a strong urge to have loose boundaries Bro, that you, you have go to, to set therapy those boundaries. If you can afford it. You like, have to you go have to therapy if you, if you can. You have to figure it out and you have to understand yourself in a way that allows you to set these boundaries because mm-hmm. all of these situations are f- like honestly kind of fucked. What like, would you tell you? You don't best want to put yourself to in all of these. Okay. If your best friend comes to you and says, This is what happened, and I'm still sleeping with them, even though I love them, you would be like, Bitch, you're crazy. What are you I feel doing? called out right now. You have to think, yeah. like, if I have to practice what I would preach, like, you wouldn't, it don't, you know, take the advice that you would be, would get. You know what I'm saying? I, I like that. I and that's something that I, I try to implement in a lot of my like decision making or stuff I'm like what would I tell someone else to do because yeah. obviously I'm not doing this for me like obviously right. there's and a disconnect easier- between how I let myself act and how yeah. I 
think it's easier said than done though and like it is it's really hard to yeah and it's like not I did that literally when you're that person it's fun until it isn't it's fun until it hurts it's fun yeah the ups and downs the toxic cycles like they're great until they're not and like yeah they're not great they're horrible well listen listen it feels great but then eventually it's going to get to a point where it doesn't feel great anymore and you're just like why the fuck am I doing this like this is so stupid you want like the highs like obviously you don't want the lows but you want those high highs and like if that's what you believe that you truly deserve or like yeah it's like it's hard to get yourself out of my childhood it is it's hard especially when the good does feel good but eventually it's gonna Mm. not feel good and you're gonna be like what the fuck am I doing so maybe just nip it in the bud while you're ahead before you just like hurt Mm. yourself and waste your time because you know there's like when you finally stop putting up with that bullshit there's gonna be your joey king waiting Mm. at the end of the rainbow (laughs) literally i was just gonna say there's so much better ways to spend life i promise exactly and stop letting your ex hurt you over and over let someone new hurt you over and over it's more fun (laughs) that's what i always say yeah so these next questions again I don't even have words. I'm friends with my ex, but I don't want my girlfriend to be friends with her ex. What do I do? Am I being dramatic about being upset that my girlfriend is friends with her ex when her ex is obsessed with her? Would you not be friends Mm. with your ex if your current partner says that's a deal breaker? I mean, I understand. Well, the first, I mean, I understand like if there's an obsession and it seems unhealthy, I think that's warranted. Yeah. The obsession one I get, but the first one that just is like, I'm friends with my ex, but I don't want my ex my girlfriend to be friends with her ex. that's definitely hypocritical but also if you say like if that person was the person who had the partner with the obsessive ex yeah that makes sense you have to like look at it yeah are they like normal friends and it's fine is it that hypocrite is it that you don't want them to be friends with any ex or just the one in particular that's still Mm -hmm. crazy because those are two different things too exactly and that's like for me in this lens with no context I'm just thinking like if it's if it's that kind of situation yes but if it's a situation where you're just like they can't be friends with their ex but I'm allowed to be friends with mine like right right like look and at like, yourself in the mirror and be like well why is it okay for me but not them like genuinely look at it and be like are is that person not trustworthy are they still in love do I not trust my partner like you have to really like look at all the different parts of the situation and not just be like no they can't be friends with their ex but I can because rules don't apply to me like you have to really look. it's like that situation reminds me of like the guy podcasters who are like my girlfriend's not allowed to do this but I can do whatever the fuck I want yeah with this last question you know the would it be a deal breaker Uh, since I'm friends with you know, people I've had relationships with when my ex and I first broke up, it would have been a deal breaker if somebody I dated wasn't cool with it. Cause I'm not going to just drop everybody that mm-hmm. I've had all this history with for somebody that I just met. My girlfriend's mm-hmm. really understanding and would never be like that. But also like, that's why part of the reason I'm dating her is because she fits right. my lifestyle in that way. And yeah. I'm not again, like trying to keep people in my life that shouldn't be, but I want her, like, she understands the importance of the friends that I have in my exes, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I agree. And I think it kind of depends on the situation. Like, like, if my partner said that that was a deal breaker with that person because of how they treated me in the past, like, yeah, I would not be friends with her. But if there was someone who, like, treated me like gold and we just, like, didn't fit and this person was like, no, I don't want them in your life, even though there's nothing True. romantic, like, they were great to you, you were great to them. Like, yeah, that would be a little bit more of an issue for me. True, um, situational. Right, yeah. Like, I think, 
like with my current partner, I would be more likely to cut exes off if she felt that necessary. But with past partners, I was just kind of like, nah, like I'm not cutting anyone off. Or like this. I would listen to why. Yeah, it like depends, I yeah. really like Joey why. King isn't gonna tell you not to be friends with yeah, somebody Joey's that it makes sense to irrational. be with. That's why you're date right, and that's yeah. why you're in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Like if it's just somebody who's just really jealous, that's a different kind of red flag. It's different yeah. than if they're like, oh, this is the reason why. Like if that person was disrespecting the relationship, it would be a different story. But I feel like if that right. person's genuinely a friend, not disrespecting the relationship in any way, and that person says it's deal breaker, then yeah, you can break up with them and be like, okay, well, that's not who I want in my life. But if it is someone who's a little iffy and you know that, like deep down, like I think there are people that they know that, but they're like, no, it's fine. It's cool, whatever. Like we're just friends, but it's not that way. And then it causes like drama down the line. So you really have to like think about where your partner's coming from, how your ex is acting and, you know, see kind of what and who you value and what and who is causing you the most drama in your life and who's bringing you the most peace I guess I would say yeah and I think that feeds into like the next question when is it time to cut off the ex even if you don't really want to it's when they're crossing boundaries or doing something that changes the dynamic like Cheyenne when you said your ex all of a sudden didn't want to be friends because you were in a relationship that's a red flag and so Mm -hmm. that's a yeah good time to be like you're right we clearly shouldn't be friends and I think again if they cross boundaries if they did do something that it's not going to be conductive to move forward in a friendship like if they do treat you that badly then it's time to say like as much as kind of like how Sev said like as much as I want you to have a good life like I don't want to you know to be a part of it I think in certain situations like if I was friends with an ex um and everything was cool and I'm like this is cool it's just platonic I'm fine with this but then they do start seeing someone and then I'm like oh shit I actually maybe don't feel like this is like Mm -hmm. maybe I'm a little jealous or something and maybe there are still feelings there that you didn't even realize like I feel like that's a situation that could happen too Mm -hmm. then you just have to know to like distance yourself and be like listen this is for both of our sakes but I do have to like distance myself from that and I don't think that's like common but I don't think it's a rare occurrence either like it's not something that doesn't help you like realizing that like oh no that is crossing my boundary I need to take a step back maybe we can be friends again someday but like right now right now I'm not yeah it's hurting me yeah it's painful to be your friend yeah, and if you are still struggling, the best way to get over somebody is to get under somebody else. Oh, yeah. Mm, Hell yeah. And you know how you can do that? <laughs> We're toxic. Wait, there was not you know, one of us that said, don't do that. Like, no, just take time to yourself and heal. We were all like, yes. I love and me a rebound. Won't. You know how you can do that? Hot mess being hotties because there are some hotties on there, including yeah. myself. Yeah. yeah. So. Um, another question we got though was how do you get back in contact with an ex after no contact? And another person said, if an ex said they weren't interested years ago, can I check in again to see if they change their mind later? What do you both of you think about that? I guess this question, can I check in to see if they've changed their mind later, change their mind is in getting back together or being a friend, because I think you could do both, but you have to be prepared for rejection of either option. Mm-hmm. But I think it, that's kind of hard. I, I mean, like, like going back, I think could be a little difficult. So like, what do you think in terms of how to get back in contact? Like Cheyenne, when you did that, was it difficult to um, reconnect? 
in a it friendship depends. way only. Um, yeah, I feel like exactly. I've you know, gotten back in touch with people and like had closer relationships and more distant relationships. And as more time passes, you can have a better relationship with that person. But like shortly after, like I said before, it's probably not going to be great. Um, like I said, this has been like years and years since we were involved in that way. Yeah. And then for the question about if an ex said they weren't interested years ago, can I check in again? I think if they said they weren't interested, like let the dead rest. If they were interested, they'd probably hit you. That's up true. I forgot about knew. like the disinterested part. I was just thinking like reconnecting in general, mm-hmm. but like, yeah, don't cross someone's boundaries. Yeah. I forgot. Yeah. I, forgot I think if piece. they said, if they were not interested, but they changed their mind, they will get in contact with you. Don't keep like hitting them up because you know, it's just, yeah. Like, if they don't reach out, I wouldn't like press it or push it because obviously they set that boundary and that's okay. Right yeah. There. Yeah. Speaking of a part of life, does it ever get easier? And I don't think time heals everything, but time does Mm -hmm. heal. So yes, I think breakups get easier. Friendships Mm -hmm. with an ex get easier. Hang in there. Mm -hmm. It did make it a lot easier to like genuinely see them as a friend and not like a potential romantic option. But if there's someone that's like continuously trying to hurt you, no, it's not going to get easier. Stop trying to be friends with them because it's never going to like end in the way that you want it to. But there are people who aren't going to do that and it does get easier with them. Yeah. Be smart about it for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Look at how they're making you feel. If they're making you feel good, more good than bad, then they're probably good enough to have around. They're making you feel shitty a lot ditch them like it's not worth Uh, it it's a lot of understanding yourself and being aware of your own feelings and not just ignoring them because I know Mm -hmm. I've had a tendency to do that in the past and yeah it could definitely be honest with situation yeah Yeah. (laughs) so is it okay if you don't say friends with an ex and how can you avoid this if you need to I think it's perfectly fine saying they're friends yeah I think there are reasons that the relationship ended and it doesn't mean like you didn't have a good time or they weren't necessarily a good person but maybe it wasn't the right fit to have them in your life in general or maybe it was really toxic like I have some exes that I did not stay in contact with at all and maybe I regret that time with them maybe I don't but either way like I'm perfectly fine not having them in my life anymore and you don't have to just because it seems like the quote-unquote standard in queer relationships to right. stay friends like you don't have yeah to do it's that. not like, it's necessary it doesn't mean that the relationship was less meaningful or that it was shit because you guys aren't friends after you break up it's not a necessary thing to like prove that you had a good connection sometimes you just can't be friends with someone and that's okay sometimes yeah. people like you just have to let people go out of your life and that's perfectly fine yeah, it doesn't um, mean that relationship wasn't successful in whatever capacity exactly right. yeah so and even if it wasn't successful that that doesn't make you a failure like a bad person for not exactly. wanting to stay in touch with them plenty like like we said at the beginning of the episode lots of straight people do not stay friends with their exes and you know what no one's calling them like a failure and making them feel bad about it it's just like what people do they part ways and that's not like a bad thing it's fine it's completely normal some people come in your life and then they go and Mm -hmm. that's okay that's it yeah it's life bro love that all right y'all we did again um and cheyenne already said listen to the patreon so you can watch her dildo fall off the wall uh i'm still here (laughs) sapphic survival guide um you can follow us on any social at sapphic survival guide except for twitter which is at sapphic survival and you can send us any questions on any of those dm us or email us at sapphic survival guide at gmail.com if you're enjoying this 
whatever platform you're on, hit us with a like, a follow, a subscription, whatever they call it. A rate, a review. A rate, a review. Please. We would love to know how you're feeling. And we know that the algorithms would love to know how you're feeling too. Also, (laughs) we this month started a new Discord server where we're on there hanging out, chatting, being gay. So come and hang with us. The first 50 people are getting it for free. The rest, y'all have to be a part of our Patreon, but get in there. It's going to be up on our social media, all that info. Come Yeah, the Patreon is us. only like three or five dollars, y'all. So yeah, it is it's a really cheap you're going to get. And then you're going to come into this whole flourishing little community. And isn't that fun? Yeah. And if you want to follow me personally, you can go to my Instagram at Gina Finio, my TikTok at Bisexual Gina, my website, GinaFinio.com. You can listen to my Jersey Shore podcast. I'm hello where if you listen to podcasts. So yeah, do all that. And if you want to connect with me, Sev, I'm at Lucky Sev everywhere. And that's two Y's. And you can follow me, Cheyenne, at Hot Mestian on pretty much any social media platform. But yeah, thank you. Class is now dismissed. Bye. Bye.